0: Good evening, and welcome to J-Waves. I am the Corpus Christi Joker, and thank you so much for joining me today. I am doing the podcast over-review of Halloween Ends. It is streaming right now on Peacock. You can go see it in the theater, but I don't really see a reason why you would do either one of those, so let's get into it. All right. I am a huge John Carpenter fan. He is actually one of my heroes. I would say one of my three heroes of all time. Um, Jim Henson would be another one is, uh, as far as top echelon, as far as people that have influenced me in my career. And I will even say Stan Lee, um, also Jim Lee, Tom McFarlane, Alex Ross, uh, Guillermo Del Toro, you know, just to name a few, but John Carpenter definitely is one of the top three for me as far as making the biggest impact with his movies and his vision and his art and his writing and his music styling and all that stuff, I absolutely love every John Carpenter movie. My favorite movie of all time is The Thing by John Carpenter, and I would say the next up after that would be Big Trouble Little China. I can watch those movies anytime, all the time, and it'll just cheer me up instantly because I absolutely love those movies. So I was excited for Halloween ends, but it was a little bit bittersweet because I was a Not excited about seeing how it said Halloween ends. And I was like, it's never going to live up to the expectation of everyone that we had. But let's see what they do. And hopefully they give us something, you know, worthwhile. Um, I'll say this. I mean, just to give you the usual. It's an hour and 51 minutes long. It is rated R. It did come out this year, 2022. It is starring the usuals. Jamie Lee Curtis, um, Andy Machak. And uh, James Jude Courtney as The Shape. We have a new character named Corey, played by Rohan Campbell. And Will Paxton plays Frank, which would be Laurie's, I would say, love interest from The Last Halloween Kills, where they're both laying in the uh, hospital beds side by side, and we kind of see that they have something going on. Now, um, this will be a spoiler, but also... I'm going to give you some insight and see if it's even worth, if it piques your interest for you to even want to watch the movie. Um, it starts off with uh, Rohan Campbell's character, Corey, who I didn't mind him at all. Had he been his own standalone movie and not nothing to do with Halloween, it would have been pretty cool, because I did like him a lot. He had a very interesting face and interesting acting, and I felt sorry for him, but he was a little scary as well. But because of the movie that it was in, and because it was a Halloween movie with Michael Myers supposedly being the main villain of the film, slash killer, um, he had no place in this movie, and it made no, absolutely no sense. Now, um, as the movie goes on, we find out that, um, his character gets blamed for a child murder that happened while he was babysitting, which he looked too old to be babysitting, by the way. Um, And he has been blackballed by the entire town as a child murderer slash, you know, piece of crap, basically. So he's kind of had a hard life already. Well, um, Allison from the other, she would be uh, Laurie's granddaughter, but she was also in Halloween Kills. She sees him, kind of pities him, feels sorry for him, relates to him. And then a, I would say, hmm. There's a love interest between them both that is very peculiar and almost makes absolutely no sense. But I didn't mind it. I I thought that was kind of unusual. I was like, okay, let's see where they go with this. I was hoping it would be, you know, it would lead somewhere. Like, okay, we've planted some seeds. Let's see where it goes. And sure enough, uh, as the movie goes, it it goes nowhere. Um, I will say what happened, and I'm going to also say at the end of this what I wish had happened. Um, as the movie goes on, Corey starts getting bullied and this, that, whatever, and it leads him to a drain pipe that he ends up getting pulled into by Michael Myers himself, The Shape, and he kind of asks Michael to coach him and how he's becoming a killer like him, but it made no sense because he didn't really, he wasn't a killer, it was an accident, so that was kind of out of character, but, I mean, I guess it fed into the movie's plot um again as the movie goes on um jamie leary curris's character laurie is very suspicious of Corey, and starts following him around and and she's like telling people he has michael myers eyes and this that whatever okay i can go for that let's see how that goes sure enough he starts Corey starts killing people and at the same time he's killing people, he's also killing people with Michael Myers in the house. There's, And, again, it makes zero sense to me. I don't understand why they would do this. But, again, for, for the story purpose of what they're doing, it, it made sense at the moment. You know, he wants Michael Myers to teach him how to become a killer. And, okay, I was on board. Well, then all of a sudden, uh, again, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Laurie kills uh, Corey in front of the granddaughter, and she runs away for a split second. And as she runs away, the real Michael Myers comes into picture and fights Laurie in her house um, to the death. And the granddaughter comes back for some reason and was like, I wasn't going to let you handle this by yourself. And that's pretty much the whole entire story in a nutshell. They... Both kill Michael Myers by bleeding him on a table. Then the town people come and they carry him to a uh, vehicle um, dump where they have like a compactor slash annihilator and they throw Michael Myers' body in there. And that's it. That's how Halloween ends. It was such an unusual movie. Uh, It went absolutely everywhere and nowhere all at the same time and yeah i mean for what it was worth i enjoyed it up until the end where i was just like really really like that's it that's how they're gonna do it after such a long great amazing run of uh movies and also you know you watch the 1978 halloween that movie is a classic it is so scary it's so crazy it's so awesome it is the creation of the Boogeyman, and they do this at the end. I was absolutely... I don't want to say devastated, but just not happy. I'll say that. The movie itself, I mean, I would give it definitely like a 4.5 or a 5 out of 10. Um, and I didn't i didn't expect to do that. I, I went in there thinking they're going to do something crazy, you know? All right, so here's what I thought was going to happen. So... <laughs> This is why in the movie it's unusual, because I was I was kind of building the storyline as the movie went on, so I thought, this is what's going to happen. This is why we're doing this. So I figured that Corey, you know, was traumatized from the child murder that happened on his watch as he was a babysitter, and it was an accident. Sure, he's traumatized. I get it. And then, uh, you know, as he grows up, he's bullied, and he needs to create something to help cope with all the bullying. So, you know, the the legend of the town is Michael Myers, and everyone knows about that. So I figured that when Corey was seeing Michael Myers in the drain, in the uh, sewer, that Michael Myers was not there at all. And it was just all in Corey's mind. And what amplified the feeling is whenever uh, Allison starts, you know, trying to help him and and pretty much falls in love with him like that 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 fuels the fire of getting the uh, shorter blood you know he he was with Allison he was having run-ins with Laurie so i thought okay you know maybe he's he's not only like getting influenced by Michael Myers he's getting influences by Laurie and Allison and everybody involved so now maybe he's using them as a coping mechanism and also acting out as Michael Myers, even though Michael Myers is not even there. It's just a figment of his imagination to deal with all the trauma and everything else that he's going through. So as the story went on and a little things little things that he did kind of led me more into that direction of what I was thinking. Maybe maybe Michael Myers is not even there. I remember I mentioned that to my um to my girlfriend saying he's probably not even there. And thinking that's the way they were going to go. And I even had an ending picked out. I was like, okay, I know what's going to happen. So I'll get to that here in a second. So, you know, he he does the killing with a mask that he found that looks very much similar to the mask that uh, Michael Myers wore when he was 8 years old, 9 years old. And, um, you know, he kills a couple people and then I thought, okay, here we go. Like, he's he's now feeding into the murdering of Michael Myers. Maybe he's going to become... Michael Myers through his own way, like I said, he's pretending that he's there. He's influenced by the spirit of Michael Myers, even though maybe Michael Myers is not even there. So then I figured, okay, here's what's going to happen. He's going to become Michael Myers, per se, possessed by Michael Myers, and then he goes to Laurie's house and tries to kill her, maybe even dressed as Michael Myers in his mind. But the whole time, Laurie can see him without a mask, without the jumpsuit, but he sees himself with the mask with the jumpsuit cuz he's insane. So they fight it out, she kills him. And then he she, you know the granddaughter realizes that yeah, he's a freak, he's a nut. He thinks he's the new Michael Myers. So whenever they go, well no, well, Michael Myers is dead. You know, he he's no longer alive. Clearly this guy was being influenced by the spirit of Michael Myers or the in spirit of Michael Myers. Then they go back to get his body from where they killed him. And then now this guy's gone. And he's the new boogeyman of the town. Because he already was made to be the boogeyman. So we didn't have to do much work. And then yes, Michael Myers would have ended. Halloween ends. Great. But now a new a new murderer in the town that has fought this other murderer, Michael Myers for so long... A new villain that they made a villain, a new person that they've actually made into this character is now the new boogeyman, and then we could do something with that later on. So that's the way I thought it was going to go. The way it happened was just so, in my opinion, it was just very cheesy. And I'm I know just from a couple of different um, articles that I read from like IGN stuff like that. Um, You know, people are not very happy with it. I've read some comments that were just like, this is one of the most disappointing endings. And, again, I'm not saying that either. I'm not saying it's one of the most disappointing. I'm just saying it's very different than what I expected. I wanted it to be a showdown, you know, and maybe even have both of them die. That That would probably be the best way to do it. But we've already had that happen before with H2O and everything else that's happened Like, how much more ways could you go to make it more original and different besides the way I just said, where he is, like, imagining Michael Myers, is is, is teaching him, imagining the conversations with him, imagining wearing his mask, his outfit. That would be the only way I could see it becoming an original film, but instead it ended up becoming an absolute letdown, and I really, really wish that hadn't happened, so... It's a weird thing. It's an unusual... It's a very unusual story, what they've told. I mean, it was mostly a love story, and then they just threw Michael Myers in at the very end just to die and for no reason at all, for no gain at all, and for no purpose of the story, which I think is unusual. I think had they had done something where the guy became, like I said, the new boogeyman and or the new killer of the town... He was interesting enough to where you could actually do another movie where he is going after someone else, something else. <clears throat> and, you know, I think it's a very huge missed opportunity to kill a classic icon like Michael Myers the way they did and have it go nowhere at all. Uh, it doesn't make any sense. There's no purpose to that. And I don't even, And there was no joy in seeing him... Um, Die or having Lori win per se, there's no joy in any of that there There was nothing like I was not cheering for her. I wasn't even rooting for her I'm rooting for Michael Myers. I mean, to be honest with you, I want him to win. I can't see how this happened, so yeah, I would absolutely love to know what you guys thought. <clears throat> Thank you all so much for getting back to me on my last podcast i I'd really like to hear what you guys think about. Both my opinion and then what you guys thought of the movie because I think it's interesting. I love this conversation. I love movies. I love talking about movies. So yeah, anything you want to talk about, either do it anywhere I post this, and or uh, you can message me at <coughs> Corpus Christi Joker Facebook or on my Instagram, the Real Nerf Joker on Instagram, and we can have a conversation about what went wrong with this movie, or if you loved it, I would love to know if you loved it. Why did you love it? What did you love about it? Boy, I would really love to know if anyone loved this movie and why, um, I'm still just so sad. As I said, I gave it a 5 out of 10. 4.5, 5 5 out of 10 just because it's a mid. It's totally mid and I just wish that it wasn't. Um, But again, I want to hear what you guys say. So hit me up in the comments somewhere. I'd love to hear what you guys think about the movie or what y'all want or if it did what you wanted it to do. Other than that, Thank you so much for listening to my opinion on the new Halloween Ends movie. Again, streaming on Peacock and in the theaters right now. As I stated before, I don't know why you'd see it in the theaters. I think you could just see it at home and be just as disappointed at home as you would have been in the theater. <laughs> I am planning a live Black Adam podcast, uh, maybe Friday night. So if you want to join that, I'll be tr- streaming it live on Facebook and then recording it here on Anchor. For you guys, so I'll be posting that here pretty soon. If you have any, if you want to be with me live and ask ask questions live about the movie, I'll be answering them live and also recording them on the podcast. So hopefully I hear from you guys then. But thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you for riding the waves on J Waves. Much love to you. On to the next, Black Adam. Here I come.